Welcome to the Spiritual Warfare Network Podcast, the training ground for warriors in Christ who are ready to walk in their God-given power and authority. Apostle DeCoy Green is about to equip you with kingdom strategies and teach you how to strategically pray and effectively engage the enemy in spiritual warfare. Now let's get into today's teaching. Good evening, everyone. This is Apostle Corey Green, the founder of Overship Upper Room Kingdom. I greet you all in the precious name of Jesus. Welcome to those who are watching live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Periscope. Those who are watching the replay broadcast or listening to a podcast, can I greet you all in the name of Jesus and welcome you to our weekly Bible study. So I'm going to open up in prayer and we're going to jump right on into the Word of God. Father God, we come now, we give your name glory, honor, and praise. We thank for this day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it, O God. We thank you, O God, for this word. It shall go forth today, O God, that it shall take root in the lives of these, your people, O God. Open our ears to hear, O God, to re- touch our heart, to receive this word, O God. We declare it shall take root in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we come up against any seeds that you try to sow to try to snatch this word. We blood block it now. We cancel it in advance. You be glorified, O God. Speak to me and through me, O God. We praise you. We honor you. We worship you now. These no bless we ask in your son, Jesus, and we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Right, good evening, everyone. Uh, okay, so you know, last week uh, we started a new series, uh, uh, defeating the demonic strongman. Uh, so last week was part one. Of course, we um, uh, our main scriptures Mark three verses twenty two to twenty seven. Uh, talk about what it what a strongman is, or a demonic strongman is in general, or strongman in general means strong, mighty, powerful. Um, so. Those are some characteristics of uh, a strong man. Uh, so we said that, you know, we can't underestimate our enemy or look past our enemy. Uh, that the strong man is strong, is mighty, uh, and does have power. But we have power over the enemy. Uh, we also talked about uh, a demonic strong man versus a principality. Uh, that's a strong man, which is over a large group of people, over large regions. We see how a witch or warlock can also serve as a strong man. Uh, it could be uh, that's a sign to people in the attempt to destroy keep them in bondage uh we also talked about um they can even be strong a strong man uh, uh in the family strong men who specifically assigned to try to block certain things in your life um that works co- hand in hand with uh an evil altar as well uh we said how again a strong man is very patient they're not in a rush they're not they don't necessarily take big risks they calculate when they should make a move uh and they send lower ranking demons ahead of them to try to repair the way for them uh, to have room uh, in your life or in uh, particular territory. Uh, and how we all see how before a demonic strong man is defeated and cast out, they must first be bound. So you got to bind them. Uh, and it takes power. It takes authority. Um, and then we can plunder the goods uh, of the strong man, which we'll get in later to that uh, later in the series. Um, because we know that the strong man wants to plunder our goods. They want to steal from us, rob. They want to block anything in our life. Um, and that the strong man is not going to leave without a fight. The strong man does not leave without putting up a fight. They're, they're there and they feel like they've been there. They feel like they deserve to be there. They have a right to be there. Uh, so the strong man doesn't leave without a fight. And that's why you've seen some cycles, some patterns over and over again. Uh, uh, because you may have dealt with the symptoms or the lower ranking spirits. But we got to get to the strong man, which is why we can't afford not to pray. And we can't afford not to take prayer seriously, a lifestyle of prayer. Man, uh, so today we're going to go to part two. 
defeating the demonic strongman. And today, uh, we're going to talk about the function of a godly strongman. So last week, we talked the function of a demonic strongman. Now we're going to talk about the function of a godly strongman. And we know, again, uh, 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 there, there's demonic strongman and there's godly strongman. So you as a child of God, it makes you a godly strongman uh, as a manifested child of God. So so you also are a strong man. But for good, whereas demons, uh, uh, certain demons who serve the role as a strong man in a territory, in a person's life, um, are evil. So they're demonic strong men. We are godly strong men as children of God. And I know oftentimes uh, you hear about strong men, you always think about uh, the demonic side, but we also are strong men. Because remember, again, going back to the base definition of what uh, it means to be a strong man, definition in the Greek. Uh, as we talked about talked about last week again, uh, uh, which is the, the Greek word uh, is kuros, which means mighty, strong and powerful, strong, mighty and powerful. So the demonic strong man is strong, mighty and powerful. But you as a godly strong man, you are strong, mighty and powerful. So repeat after me. I am strong, mighty and powerful. Say it again. I am strong, mighty, and powerful. Remember, that's the definition of a strong man. We dealt with the demonic strong man as introduction. Now, today we're introducing a godly strong man, which is you, a manifested son or daughter of God. So, so, so we need to understand it's it's, it's two different types of strong men: the demonic strong man and a godly strong man, which is who we are, and have the opportunity to be. As manifested sons and daughters of God, right? So there's two different types. So, so now today we're going to focus on the godly strongman, which is you. And you're strong, you're mighty, you're powerful, and you're going up against a demonic strongman who's strong, mighty, and powerful. Two sides, but we're more strong, we're more mighty, we're more powerful. We're more strong, we're more mighty, we're more powerful, but it's not automatic. We still have to exercise our authority. And we're going to get into that today. The function of a godly strong man. Let's go to 1 John 2 and 14. And on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, hit the share button. Hit the share button. Share with your family, your friends, your followers. Hit the share button. 1 John 2 and 14. And that's 1 John 2 and 14. King James Version here, 1 John 2 and 14, it says, I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. And you have overcome the wicked one. And so here, Apostle John in this passage was addressing uh, some some folks in the church which addressing the church and 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 uh, and when you look up the Greek uh, for for one definition of strong in this passage, it means of one who has strength of soul to sustain the assaults of Satan. So one of the definitions for strong in this passage is one of one who has strength of soul to sustain 
the assault of Satan. Strength of soul, meaning your soul needs to be strong, meaning your soul needs to be healed. And so, so we see some characteristics, first of all, of a godly strong man. We see some characteristics. In order to sustain the assaults of the demonic strong man and overcome the strong man, you must know God. We must know God, not just know who God is, but you must know God. Because a lot of people who just know who God is, they know of God, but you must know God. That means to be in relationship with God. You must know Jesus. In order, and in order to know God, we have to first know Jesus. And to overcome the strong man, the demonic strong man, the word of God must abide in you. It, it must abide. Not it, 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 we have to take it has to take root in our lives. So again, to overcome the demonic strongman, this is that stubborn one. This is that one that feels like it's in control. This is that one that is a uh, 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 it's, it's a ruling spirit in the sense of uh, demons that is under its control. Uh, uh, so this demonic strongman feels like it has backup. This demonic strongman feels like it has many troops who's working for it. This demonic strongman feels like it don't have to go because it can send all its other demons uh, ahead of it so that the strong demonic strongman can stay in hiding. The demonic strongman does not want to be found. No demons want to be found, but the strongman definitely don't want to be found because they know if we can keep sending in their mind, they're thinking if we can keep sending all these other demons, lower ranking spirits under the strongman out to try to attack, to try to wear you, to try to wear you down, that you're going to get tired, that you're going to quit, that you're going to be done, that you're not going to fight anymore, that you're not going to war anymore, that you're going to tap out, that you're going to give out. That's the job of the enemy. Kill, steal, and destroy. They want to sift you. The strong man wants to sift you because they don't want you to be in position to fight. They don't want you to have the strength to fight. Now, we're not fighting our flesh anyway. But they don't want you to have the mind of Christ. They want you to be so confused, so weary, so distracted, so disappointed, so, so flustered until you start cursing yourself and saying, I don't care anymore. And it doesn't matter. or It's never going to happen. And, and so now they're using those words and they're getting strength from that death that we're speaking. Then now those demons are getting strengthened. The same demons that you've been driving away, driving out. They've been getting weakened. And then you start feeding them when you start speaking death over yourself. You start feeding them when you start entertaining things that feed them, that don't feed your spirit. So again, we got to get rid of the strong man by first understanding you got to be in relationship with God. You got to know God. You got to know Jesus. Be in relationship with Jesus. And then what's another, what's another, uh, uh, Characteristic. It says here that because you are strong and the word of God abides in you. That means it lives in you. That means it's planted in you. That means it took root in you. The word of God has to take root. And we become uh uh and so 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 as God's word is hidden in us, it's abiding abiding in us. That helps our spirit man grow. So to overcome the demonic strong man, the word of God must abide in us. God's word can abide in us if we don't rehearse it. If we don't read it, don't listen to it. It can't abide. It has to take root. It's food. It's spiritual food. And if it's not deeply rooted in us, the enemy can come and choke it out. Scripture talks about 
certain seeds that fell on on uh, stony ground. It was easily easily uh, uh, snatched up, or that 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 got tangled when 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 the when the, uh, the, uh, the the tears grow, so to speak, the weeds grow, and it chokes that word out. We want to fall on solid soil, take deep root in us, so that when pressures come, when attacks come, you know that you have one defense, which is the word of God. You have one weapon, which is the word of God. So we become a godly strong man when the word is strong in us. Watch this now, because in a demonic strong man, evil is strong in them. Evil is strong in them. Satan's word, words are strong in them. So as a godly strong man, the word of God must be strong in us. If you want to defeat the strong man. I'm not talking about just getting demons to leave, some demons to leave. I'm talking about the strong man, the one who refused to go without a fight. I'm talking the strong man, the one who who been on bloodlines for ages for, for the whole existence of your bloodline. That's been uh, uh, attacking the bloodline until you show up and you can do something about it. I'm talking about the strong man, and I tell you all the time that 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 95 percent of our problems, of our challenges. It's witchcraft, demonic activity, and it comes from, and how does witchcraft operate? It needs to be an altar. And even altar. And how does the strong man continue to function? From altars, from evil altars. But the strong man has many altars that service it. And we'll get into that later into the series. But but the fact of the matter is this. As a godly strong man, the word of God must be strong in us. It has to be strong in us. When Satan tempted Jesus after the 40 day and 40 night fast, when Jesus' flesh was weak, but his spirit was strong, Satan came and he tried to twist the word, tried to twist the word to try to get Jesus to bow down to him, to try to twist the word to try to make Jesus commit suicide. To try to twist the word to get Jesus to do what he wanted to do. He made it sound good, made it look good because he knew the word. Now watch this now. The strong man, the demonic strong man knows the word of God. They know it. They have to. They have to. That, that's, that's a prerequisite to become a strong man. Now, now, let me help you understand this. Demons study too. Demons go to classes too. They're taught as well. This, this knowledge and information wasn't programmed into them. Demons aren't fallen angels. Satan, other fallen angels, taught demons. They go to school too. They get lessons, too, on how to come up against us. 
They're schooled on the things of God. They're schooled on the things of God. And one of that is the word of God. Watch this now. Now, now. Keep in mind. When Satan, Lucifer was kicked out of heaven, down on earth. He still was around when 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 Adam and Eve was 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 formed and created and came on earth. Of course, they were once spirit and God, etc. He was around, so he, so 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 he still studied. He still studied. When things were written, laws were written, spoken. He studied. He watched. He listened. Which is why, by the time Jesus showed up, Satan knew the law. Satan knew the word. And he tried to use the word to twist it on Jesus. Well, if you jump off of here, you know, scripture says that, you know, you dash it for the stone. You, you, uh, an angel's going to hold you up. But he was trying to get him to physically jump off the cliff. <laughs> he said, look at all the kingdoms of the world. You can have all this if you bow down to me. Because he's the prince of the power of the air. He owns some stuff. He has some jurisdiction. But we have been given jurisdiction here to bring light where there's darkness. So the word of God is actually strong in the strong man. So as a godly strong man, wouldn't that let us know that the word of God needs to be strong in us? That's one characteristic. That's one thing that we need. We need the word to be strong in us. To overcome the demonic straw man. Look what it says. And you at the back end of this verse 14. And you have overcome the wicked one because you are strong. And the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. So we understand also. Again, we got to. Know God, be in relationship with God. We got to know Jesus, be in relationship with Jesus. And Holy Spirit helps us be in relationship with Jesus. And then we have to know the word of God. The word of God needs to be. We need to have word in us. Word in us. And know to apply that word. That's one prerequisite. Now, I understand. There's some children of God who has some word in them. But don't know how to use the word. Or they'll, they'll quote it. They'll quote it. They'll quote it, but they're not walking in power and authority. So we need a full package. And from here, this passage, we see again that, again, our souls must be healed. Because remember, I said one of the definitions is of one who has strength of soul to sustain the assault of Satan. Jesus had strength of soul to uh, uh, sustain against the assault of Satan. Satan twists the word. Jesus gave him the word back. No, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And so after Satan was testing Jesus Christ's authority, he realized he had nothing in common with him. And he realized, I can't, I, I can't, he won't back down. I got to go. Then the ministry angels came and ministered unto him. And the ministry angels came again to strengthen Jesus on earth. So think about that now. And I tell you all the time. And I teach this in deliverance. The enemy is going to test every bit of authority that you have. They're going to test it. 
Are you who you say you are? Yeah, I hear you quoting scripture. There's a difference between someone who's quoting scripture and who's living the scripture. So they're like, yeah, I hear you quoting scripture. I hear you quoting some Bible verses. But the strong man is going to test your authority. Are you who you say you are? Do you carry what you say you carry? Do you carry who you say you carry? Let me test it in you. So they send their tax. They try to find open doors. They try to find ways to see, are you really who you say you are? So they're going to test your authority, the authority of Christ that you carry. And we can't back down. And we can't back down. So again, our souls must be healed. So the strong man doesn't find any room to stay or come back. We must address wounds that have been buried. Things you swept under the rug. Address pains of your past. Hurts from the past. Things you maybe not address. So that your soul can be healed. So your soul can be strengthened. That takes prayer. That takes being intentional. This takes addressing the wounds in your soul that have been hidden. Who hurts you? Who harmed you? Who offended you? Who let you down? What are you carrying? And some of you is just simply a wound toward God. Feeling disappointed toward God. Feeling God left you. Feeling God abandoned you. We got to deal with the wounds so that you have strength of soul to sustain the assaults of Satan. And for some of you, many times, the enemy is using soul stuff to keep having a legal right. They're using wounds in our soul to keep stealing and robbing and taking and weakening us and making us tired and making us weary. And making us worn out because emotionally, uh, emotional trauma, emotionally worn out. Some of you are just emotionally and mentally weary from the battle. Emotionally and mentally weary from what's in front of you. It's wearing you down. And the more we look at it through the lens of the flesh, the more the enemy is gaining more ground. Because the enemy wants us to walk by sight. The word of God says we walk by faith, not by sight. So the enemy switched, switched the word. They flip it around. They want you to walk by sight, not by faith. They want you to walk by sight, not by faith. Think about that. That's the plan of the enemy. That's one of the strategies of the enemy. That's one of their strategies. They don't want us walking by faith. So we have to walk by faith. And the word of God, in order for us to build faith, we got to hear the word of God, study the word of God, declare the word of God, hear the word of God, study the word of God, declare the word of God, and it's building our faith. It's boosting our faith. Literally. Literally. It's boosting our faith. Literally. And so the word of God needs to be strong in us. Our soul's got to be healed. We got to address wounds in our soul. And like I said, some of you are just emotionally burned out. Physically burned out. Mentally burned out. And now the enemy is trying to play in the battlefield of your mind and try to sow more seeds to try to get you to think the wrong thoughts, to try to get you to make you give up, to try to make you speak curses out of your mouth. Strategy. The strong man doesn't want to go. The demonic strong man wants to stay there. So we need to apply what the word of God says about the strong man. Again, and the same word strong here has the same meaning. Strong, 
mighty, powerful, because you are strong. Strong, mighty, powerful. Same word. So we have an advantage, but we have to work our advantage. Let's go to Luke 10. Luke 10, verses 17 through 19. Luke 10, verses 17 through 19. And that's Luke chapter 10, verses 17 through 19. Says, then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So we need to see in this passage, Jesus had appointed 70 more disciples after the original 12 to go out and bring God's kingdom through preaching the word, healing the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. He sent them out in pairs, two and two by two. And so they came back, the 70, they came back rejoicing because they were amazed that demons actually responded to the authority that Christ had given them. They were amazed. They were amazed. And that demons had to obey them in the name of Jesus Christ. So they knew there was power in the name of Jesus. But understand this. Demons don't just respond. And they didn't just respond to the name of Jesus alone. Because Jesus wasn't the only one who had that name. Name Jesus. Look at the Greek. There were there were more more than he wasn't the only one who had that name but they responded to the power that comes with the true and living all powerful Jesus Christ demons knew the difference they understood that these 70 had the power and the authority that came with the name of Jesus because there's people that can say the name Jesus Demons aren't afraid to say the name Jesus, contrary to popular belief, which you may have been taught. Demons will say Jesus. Do they like the name? No. I mean, there's going to be an antichrist, an anti-Jesus. There's a, that's a spirit, antichrist. They don't like to say the name Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Hamashiach. They don't like saying the name. But they're not. Afraid to say it because there's also others who had that name. But there's only one true and living Jesus Christ. Demons knew the difference. They know the difference. So the same authority Jesus gave the disciples then is the same authority you and I have right now. Jesus gave us authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. And he was talking about demons. We talked about serpents and scorpions. He was talking about demons. And the 70 disciples were talking about the demons they cast out. So we see all this passage all right here. They talk about demons. They were excited because the demons responded to them through the authority of Christ. The demons had to leave. 
And Jesus let them know that he gave them authority over demons. So as a godly strong man, you must understand that you have power and authority over demons. That's basic premise. Again, there's people who will talk it and say it. But again, the strong man along with the demons under the strong man's control are going to test the authority in you. Knowing that you have authority is not enough. You must exercise it. We must exercise it. It must be put to use. A demonic strong man again will test every bit of authority that you carry to test you. They only respond to power and authority. The strong man will only respond to power and authority of Christ. They don't respond to tears. They don't respond to fear, which is a spirit anyway. They don't respond to just mere talk. They don't respond to your good intentions. They respond to the power and authority of Jesus Christ. They respond to the power and authority of Jesus Christ. And that's what you carry as a manifested son or daughter of God. Jesus Christ did not give us power and authority just to have some power over the enemy. He gave us power over all the power of the enemy. And that includes the strong man. I'm going to say it again. The strong man does not respond to our tears. They don't respond to how we think it should be. They don't respond to our good intentions. They respond to power. They respond to authority. The power and authority of Christ that we carry. Christ is in us. That is why our life, we, we have no life. I said it last week. We have no life outside of Christ. Scripture says you lose your life, then you'll find it. But if you're still trying to hold on to this earthly life on how you think it should be, how you think it should look, the way you think it should go, the strong man will have an advantage. Because the strong man wants us to get caught up in the cares of the world. What's going on in the world? What's happening around us in the world? What's not happening? What I don't see? What's not manifesting? They want us to be moved with emotions and feelings. And your emotions and feelings can be up and down and up and down and up and down. And that's why some of you feel like you've been on a seesaw up and down and up and down. Roller coaster up, down, around, around the way. Because the strong man has been trying to take us on those roller coasters. And you have to understand, they respond to the power and authority of Christ in you. And how do we make sure that the power and authority of Christ comes forth in us, abiding in his word, his word abiding in us, knowing God, being in relationship with God, being in relationship with Jesus. That takes prayer. That takes a lifestyle of prayer, not a pity pat, little clap, clap, little, little prayer. I'm talking a lifestyle of prayer relationship, intimacy with God on your face, seeking after him, chasing after God. Because guess what? You know what else the strong man also knows? Because you might look, well, they ain't attacking them over there like that. They ain't coming at them like that. And they're not living a holy life. And they're doing this, etc. They're not doing that. Because for some of you, the strong man knows more about you than you do. The strong man knows that you were a curse break on your bloodline before you did. 
or even if you even know that. So they started fighting you way in advance because they know this is one that's been sent. This one's supposed, this one's been sent to stop us. This one's been sent to try to change the blood, the, the, the history of this bloodline, to change the direction of this bloodline. They know it. The strong man knows that. The strong man didn't just show up yesterday. Strong man just come. They've been around. They've been around. Before we were born physically on this earth, the strong man, strong man demons, the, the demons. But there's a strong man is just a demon who has higher rank over other demons. They've been around. They've been around. They ain't new to this. They ain't new, new to evil. <laughs> they ain't new to stealing. They ain't new to robbing. They ain't new to destroying. They're not new to killing. Here we are. Some of you still trying to just get comfortable with the idea that you can take out a witch. That you can take out a demon. You still trying to get comfortable with that. They're comfortable in what they do. You got to be comfortable in doing being a strong man. A godly strong man. That says, I wish a witch, warlock, or soldier would try me. I wish a demon would come for me. I'm here for this. I'm going to fight. I'm going to defend my territory. I'm going to take over. I'm here to rule. Understanding your role as a strong man, you here to rule. You got to get comfortable in who you are as a strong man. Because the demonic strong man is comfortable in who they are. Oh, they're comfortable. They ain't trying to figure out their identity. They know their identity. And here we are still wrestling with the flesh, trying to die to the flesh, getting upset with God here and upset here. Well, Lord, why? Well, I don't want to stand and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And why I got to do that? Moaning and groaning and complaining. The strong man don't respond to moaning and groaning and complaining. Yes, feel free to go with God about that. Lay it all at the altar. Lay it all out to him at his feet. He can handle it all. But the strong man ain't moved by our tears. They ain't moved by our feelings. They ain't moved by how we think it should be. They ain't moved by moaning, groaning, and complaining. Not the strong man. The strong man is sitting in the background laughing at it, saying, yeah, our plan is working. Now we got them frustrated. Now we got them down there moaning. They're groaning, complaining. Now they're starting to blame it on God. Now they're getting upset with God. Now they're cursing themselves. It's strategy. We can't let the strong man out-strategize us. We are strong men, a godly strong man. We got to know our identity. How in the world a demon know more of their identity than we as children of God, manifested children of God, supposed to be carrying the authority of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ in us, Holy Spirit in us, the DNA of God. We don't got time to be trying to figure it out. We got to walk in our identity. He said rule. That's what it means. Not I'm going to bow down to the world system. Not I'm going to bow down to what man says about me. Now I'm going to bow down to what this situation looks like. And I'm going to bow down to my bills. I'm going to bow down to poverty. No. I'm going to bow down to these attacks. No. I'm not going to go hide in the corner. You may have moments. We got the human condition. You will have moments. Go ahead and cry. Get it out. You, there's wounds in our soul that's going to cause tears because it needs to be healed. Get it out. Please do. That's part of the healing process. But when it's time to fight. We're going to wipe the tears and we're going to lock in on our enemy. I see what you're doing, strong man. I see how you're attacking me. I see how you're coming for me. I see what you've done to my family. I see what you've been trying to do with me. But enough is enough. I'm wiping these tears from my eyes. And if you want to fight, you got to fight. You got to fight. One of us got to go. 
and it ain't going to be me. One of us got to go, and it ain't going to be me. I'm dying to this flesh. Lord, I surrender all to you. I don't have a will except Christ. Christ, your will is now my will. I don't have a life. Christ, your life now becomes my life. Send me, I will go. Not out of cliche, folks been saying it growing up. Lord, send me, I'll go. That's the old song. Send me, send me, I'll go. And then he send you and you don't want to go. He call you and you don't want to answer because it don't look how you want it to look. It ain't what he want. You think he should send you. It ain't what the assignment you think he should give you. And then the strong man is sitting back there. Oh, this is a perfect plan. Yeah, keep biting that bait. Come on now. We got to go. We got to understand our authority. The power that we carry. We can't just think that the strong man is not going to respond to talk. What did Paul Paul say? Look, the, uh, first uh, Corinthians 4, 20, the kingdom of God in, in, in a mere talk. It is living by the power of God. It is demonstrating the power of God. That's what the strong man is going to respond to. See, the strong man don't respond to our inconsistencies. See, see, what you don't realize is how much breakthrough you've already gotten, how close you were to even more breakthrough. But because of that inconsistency, yes, you got some demons to go. You got some demons to flee. But what you don't realize is there's more demons, more witches, more warlocks that's assigned to you than some folks you connected to. So what may have been enough for them, even if they ain't doing nothing, if doing a little bit of something, ain't going to be what is enough for you. Because the strong man is after you because they understand your threat level and they don't wait till you become at that level of threat. They see what's coming in certain aspects and they see, OK, they're starting to do this a little bit. We got to slow them down. We got to slow them down. So there's more coming at you. Ain't nothing to feel bad about. I get it. It's real. But the enemy comes at you more than some others for the simple matter, not of what you carry, because we all carry the same power and authority. But everybody ain't walking in. It. They recognize this one right here is going to be a problem. They recognize you will be a problem before you actually became a problem. You think the strong man tried to find room to attack when you actually became a full blown problem? No, they try to catch it early. They try to catch that catch you early. Who said, well, that's not fair. Apostle Paul says, well, we don't want to be ignorant to Satan's schemes, Satan's devices. It's your job not to teach others. It's your job to let your children know. It's your job to prepare for the next generation so that they don't have to go to the learning curve that you went through. Hello now. So, so the strong man already knows certain things. That's why the fight has been the way that it's been. And you were right there, close and close to the more breakthrough, not realizing how much damage you caused. But the thing is, you had more layers to go through. You had more demons to fight, more demons that had to flee before you got to the strong man. And many times, many of you were right close to the strong man. And then you got weary and frustrated and disappointed. And then the strong man said, OK, now demons come back. Now I need more reinforcement. And then it felt like you start that fight all over again. It felt like you were in that cycle all over again. You felt like you made so much progress and it feel like it started all over again. Well, I've been here before. I've gone to this before. Why does it look like I'm going to do this again? All deception 
of the strong man. This don't look like what you went through before. This ain't what you've been went through before because you're in a different place. And even if it looks similar, even if it sounds similar, you're in a different place. So the strong man is after you. Don't, don't, don't let folks get you all y'all can just, just stop the talk with all them demons and, and y'all focusing on demons and, and all this stuff like that. Strong man. That's the strong man trying to talk to you, trying to shut you up, trying to shut you down. Because they know you. They see you. They're going to speak to anybody they find any opportunity to speak to. They're going to try to work on anybody can try to find a way to work on to get at you. Please understand this. The demonic straw man is focused. So we can't afford not to be consistent. Not on this walk. You know too much now. You know too much. And God sent you here. He connects you here so you can know more. You've been studying so you can know more. We're supposed to know more and keep learning more and more and more so we can use it. So you're not hearing this word by accident. Not only can you drive the strong man out of your life, you can drive the strong man out of other folks' life. And that's going to take power and authority, which is the only thing the strong man and their demons respond to. So going back to being consistent. So when, when we become inconsistent, We've seen victory, sure. Sure. And, and, and please understand, there are some people, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, where the strong man is so comfortable because they know they got them where they want them. Yeah, the strong man said, preach the word. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Go ahead and preach the word because I got to make it look like you're not in a cage. I can't, the, the strong man, like, I, I can't do too much with certain people because I got I to gotta keep them pushing parts of my agenda that they don't even know they're pushing. I want to stay comfortable up in here because if y'all start exposing me, then I'm in trouble. So that's why we can't afford to be inconsistent because a strong man is consistent. The strong man ain't, ain't had one off day. Of being inconsistent. They're focused on their assignment. They're focused on the task at hand. They spend their, their whole life. Studying you. Even if it's a new strong man. Tries to come along. They, they got information. They got records. Okay what about them? Alright what's their past history? Okay that worked before. That worked before. Okay what, what do we have? What's on the bloodline? How can we get access to them? Okay who they connect to? Okay who can we send? Can we send a counterfeit? Can we send the wrong person? Can we connect them to the wrong job? How can we do? What can we do? It's a system. It's a system. The strong man is focused on you. When we were being inconsistent, the strong man was still being consistent and focusing on you. So we can't afford not to be consistent and focus on God. So he can give us the strategy and, and, and we can walk in the power of authority to defeat the strong man. And it's one thing if there's a strong man that's in us. And then you deal with a strong man and a territory that you came in. Now both of them strong man's working together. Versus even if a strong man ain't in you, there's still a strong man that's assigned to certain areas in your life. That's still assigned to certain things on your bloodline. That's why some areas that seem to be so strong to break, so hard to break. Because there's a strong man 
who's been assigned to say, I need you to stop this. So we can't afford not to be consistent and chasing after God. Some folks can get away with it. Some folks can get away with it. But we can't. We can't. To whom much is given, much is required. And just because folks ain't talking about the strong man, ain't preaching about the strong man, trying to tell you you ain't got to be concerned about no strong man, don't mean it ain't no strong man because the strong man is still focused. That's doctrines of demons. When folks trying to tell you, you don't need to be talking no demons and all that, you, you're getting into watch. Be careful now. Be careful. Skate, they skate, they skate, they skate, they skate. They ain't even know what they're talking about. Just be careful because they skate. They don't want to hear the word demon. They don't want to hear talk about no demon unless it's just something that sounds good. It's a little catchy uh, uh, cliche or something that's something churchy. Until that strong man tests their authority. But I thought you see he was a manifest son and daughter of God. I thought you, you were just shouting and dancing and oh, I'm stomping on the devil's head. I'm going to go into the devil's camp and take back what he stole from me. And folding when the strong man show up. Folding. Why? Because you don't understand that your identity is that of Christ. And that makes you a strong man, a godly strong man. Yes, I'm glad. Thank God for the few good messages that, that encouraged you. We need that. We all need to be encouraged. But again, as we said earlier, one definition of that strong, strong is, is, is again, to have strength of soul, strength of soul to sustain yourself against the attacks of Satan. Hello? Talk ain't going to do it. Not on this level. Talk ain't going to do it. It's going to be power. And I submit to you, the strong man has gotten away with so much the strong man has gotten away with over the years because we didn't understand our authority. Now, I don't mean the strong man ain't still going to fight. But at least let's make sure we're in position through prayer, through fasting, a lifestyle of prayer, seeking after God, chasing after God. God made it easy. Seek me and you'll find me. So why are we not consistent? Why have we struggled so much in the body of Christ being consistent in prayer? Why is prayer service one of the least attended services in the body of Christ? Why is churches focused on, well, the prayer team, the intercessory team, that's their job, instead of the whole congregation being the intercessory team? Strong man. Strategy of the strong man. Strategy of the strong man. And they've been working this religious church system for a long time. And I understand part of my mandate. All of our mandate is, of course, the, 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 the priest who are sick, raise that cast demons, bring the kingdom of God, uh, 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 get, get, folks getting saved. But I understand part of my mandate is to help save the church. To make the church relevant again to the world. Understand this. And so the church also needs saving because Christ can't come back. He, he's not come back. To, he's, I'm coming back for church without a spot or wrinkle. Hello? Hello? 
we got to be higher than where we are as the body of Christ. The church needs saving too. Oh, we say we, we, we believe in Christ. Well, demons believe and tremble. What separates you from demons in that regard? You living for God. You demonstrating the power of God. You, you working for God. You seeking God. We got to be consistent. And I know it's been difficult. I say it all the time. I've been saying this for all my 20 years in ministry. The same thing, the most difficult thing in the body of Christ, the challenge is being consistent in prayer, the word of God, praise and worship. All three consistently. That's been the most inconsistent thing across the board. Why? Because there's a strong man, strong men assigned to try to push that agenda. And we have to be the strong men, godly strong men, to say, no, it ends now. It stops now. So I'm showing you why the level of fight has been so intense. You are different. There is more attention on you. There is more attention on you. And I don't sugarcoat it. But we got power over it. Well, why is it so? I tell our leadership. They'll let you know. I, I, I beat it in their head. Even also members of the church. Understand this. You got to be called here. This ain't for the faint of heart. Not this ministry. This ain't for the faint of heart. This ain't for the status quo. This ain't just to let me get by to do enough. No, it's gonna the, it's the, the fire is gonna be too hot. It's gonna be too hot, and it's gonna show when certain things come. Oh, is it being choked out? Is that word being choked out of you? Is it is it that stamina being choked out of you? Is that determination being choked out of you? And ain't something to be afraid of. We got the power and authority to do the things that other folks have the power and authority to do, but ain't doing it because they ain't walking in it. But we can back it up. Ain't because we so good. It's because you applying what's being taught, applying the word of God, understanding our authority. And knowing, yeah, that's gonna be a fight. I'm I've I've I'm I'm I get that. It's a fight. And you ain't just dealing with no low-ranking demons, you're dealing with strong men on top of strong men, on top of strong men. And they're not responding to our moaning and groaning and complaining. They're gonna respond when we get on our face. When we chase the, I've learned this, I've learned it, I've learned it, I've, 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 I've stumbled enough over and over again, trying to be consistent to know that is the only way. Which is why the Lord told me many years ago by divine revelation, open vision, uh, uh, and I heard, heard his audible voice that time. I, it was a spiritual attack, and I just saw an angel wing to move whatever serpent came after me out of the way. And then the clouds opened up, and I heard the audible voice of God. He says that. Uh, I, I raise you up to be a new voice to the next generation. Prayer is not just the answer. Prayer is the only answer. I heard his audible voice. Of the only couple of times I've heard it. And he says, prayer is not just the answer. It is the only answer. And he said to me, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay. And I'm still just getting the full understanding of what that actually means. It's consistency in prayer, consistency in chasing after God. It ain't about works. And then let's not get caught up in this whole, again, church jargon. I got to get, get you got, we got to be de detoxed from. Well, God knows my heart. God knows your heart. God knows your heart. The strong man don't care nothing about God knowing your heart. They're going to respond to power and authority. And God knowing our heart is not an excuse. 
to not be who God called us to be, to not do what God called us to do. God knows our heart. God knows my schedule. God knows this. God knows that. He knows all. You, you just give me information. God knows. Yeah, he knows everything. What what, what that got to do with what what that got to do with the strong man? What 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 that got to do with you walking in power and authority? Nothing. Nothing. We sit here to rule. We're here on assignment. I'm gonna say it and say it and say it again. If we are not doing what Jesus did, what are we doing here? If we're not doing what Jesus did, what are we doing here? Simple. And I know the struggle. That's why there's a strong man who wants to keep you out of prayer, who wants to keep you from chasing after God. I know it. I've experienced it. I fought it. Still fight because there's new strong men that pop up along the journey. Different levels, different things come up. Trust me. I get it. I've been inconsistent too. Not no more. Them days is over. I can boldly, comfortably say that those days are over. And the Lord keeps stretching me and keep finding new ways. Okay, well, now you got to do this. Do this. Okay, now I'm showing you this. I'm showing you that. I'm not having a ride. There's no arriving. It's containing the rules, subdue, have dominion. As Christ can the rules and reign in us. As Christ finished what he started in us on earth. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. If we're not doing what Jesus did, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What are we doing? We got to keep showing up. And again, yes, the strong man will fight. The strong man will try to bully you. The strong man will try to make you weary. This is why we have to understand our ranking God. You are the manifestation of Christ in this earth. Our life is not our own. It belongs to Christ. We live for Christ. Christ is to become our life. We have no life except the life of Christ. Therefore, we have no life except the life of Christ. He lives in us. He rules and reigns in us. What he started, he who's begun a good thing on earth, he shall establish. He who's begun a good work, he shall complete it until Christ returns. He's finished what he started and he's doing it through us. Died to that flesh so Christ can rule and reign in us. He's not going to compete for space in our life. He's not going to compete. He's not going to compete. Holy Spirit is not going to compete for space in our life. It's a lifestyle of discipline. Of seeking God, chasing after God, spending time with God. And there's so many different ways to spend time with God. But being consistent at it. And your spirit will begin to tell, okay, no, I need more. I need more. That's not enough. I need more. I need more. I get it. Trust me. I understand. I've had the same battle, the same struggle. Until you get to the point, this got to end. I'm not doing this no more. I got to be consistent. I got to show God who priority, where my priority lies. So that's what we got to keep doing and keep moving forward with it. And keep moving forward. And not backing down. Not shrinking back. Not shrinking back.
We got this. We winning this. Because today we talk about the godly strong man, which is you. See, it takes a strong man to overcome the strong man. It takes a more powerful strong man to overcome another strong man. And you are more powerful strong man. But it's not automatic. We can say whatever we want to say. We can talk. But we got to show it. We can say the cliches, but we got to show it. And we got to help others see it too. We ain't here to play. We have a good time. But we're about our father's business. We're about our father's business. And he sent us here with one purpose to bring his kingdom. Many assignments to, to accomplish that purpose. But one purpose. Bring my kingdom. Do business. Occupy until Christ returns. We got territory to take. Who else you think will take it? Who else you think going to take it? Either we taking it. Or the enemy's taking it. The godly straw man taking it. Or the demonic straw man is taking it. There's no in between. Ain't, no, ain't just no unoccupied land is chilling. It's, it's one out to two. Who's taking it? Who's ruling? Take your seat. Who's ruling? Us or them? Who's bigger, badder, bolder? Us or them? Who's more focused on the assignment? Us or them? They focus on us. They locked in on us. We need to be locked in on God. Locked in on God. So that we can do the necessary things we need to do to continue to win. Because we're going to keep on winning if we keep on showing up and doing our part. But I'm showing you the bigger picture is we've been dealing with a strong man. And it's that strong man that's been making things extra difficult. Because that strong man ain't a weak man. The strong man. There's some, some spirits that are, are very weak. You compared to you just say Jesus. And they gone. They just some information gather. I'm just here to gather information. I ain't trying to, I ain't fighting. I ain't want to fight. Just let me get some information. Let me come on now. That's it. And they just taking orders and going back. Whoa, they sent fire at me. I had it. Uh, they're dropping their notes and stuff. Uh, let me, uh, I'm going. I'm going to come back tomorrow. See if I can keep coming when they're sleeping. But there's some who are more vicious, more violent. More ruthless. And we got to be in position. To drive them out. Because guess what? Let me break this to you. Being that we say the rules to do have dominion. When you show up on a scene. On a new assignment. I assure you. There is a strong man. Who's been assigned there. So off the rip. Off the top. God sent us on assignment. We know there is a strong man. Who's been here before I got here. But why did God send you? God sent you knowing. There was a strong man there. 
because he sent you there to bring his kingdom, to bring light with his darkness, to drive out the strong man and all his demons and establish God's kingdom. That's what you got. That's what you're here to do. And I'm sorry to you again if what you've been taught that you ain't got to be in no fight. I'm sorry. But being in a fight ain't supposed to be like you feel like you just always worn out and tired and always getting beat up and always losing. No. Okay, bring it on. I understand I'm in a fight. Jesus said, in this world, you have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I've already overcome the world. I'm with you. So, yeah, so we, we got to change our perspective when we see fight. Yes, you're going to be in fights. Because you're overturning the kingdom of darkness. Yes, you will be in fights because God is saying, hey, here's my kingdom. Now I want you to go over there. I know there's demons over there. I know there's a strong man over there. But I'm sending you there because that's the assignment I've given you to bring light with his darkness. To uproot that demonic foundation. To bring change. To bring my glory into that place. And yeah, they're going to want to fight you. Yeah, they're going to try to cause hell on the job. Going to try to isolate you. Going to try to ridicule you. Going to try to shut you up and shut you down. Strong man. They recognize why you were sent there. They ain't fool. They know why you were sent there. Here they come. They're being sent here. Do they know why they're here? Do they understand? Let's see if we can get them caught up in just the work. Let's see if we can get them so frustrated that they say, I'm just going to come here, do my job, and go home. Let's get them just to just, just kind of go through the motions. Because what we don't want them is praying up in this place. That's what, that's what they don't want. You need to be praying up in that place. Everywhere you go, you release an anointing. I release an anointing. I release an anointing. I release I send fire here. I send fire. Any demon that's behind it, I send a fire. I send a fire. Oh, God, let your glory come into this place. Everywhere. Every day. This is what you do. We bring light. And don't have to all look like how you think it's supposed to look. You can, you spend time with God. You bring God's glory. I guarantee you things are happening in the realm of the spirit where God puts you on assignment. I guarantee. I guarantee. We got to be about our father's business. We got this. We win. But I don't want you looking at the fight any longer like. Oh, Lord, I got to fight again. Oh, my life, I had to fight. I got to fight again. I'm tired of fighting. Why am I always fighting? Why am I always fighting? They ain't responding to that. Take that to God. Surely. Everywhere Jesus turned, he was in a fight. Somebody trying to trip him up, trying to, trying to twist his words, trying to find a way to kill him, trying to plot against him. Everywhere. All the miracles he was doing, there were still folks who weren't happy. Still folks who were trying to complain and talk about he's he's cast out demons by Satan. And now there's all the folks who are saying, well, he's he's offending us. And 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 how could he come and say that? Who how does he have the power to forgive sin? Yada yada down the list. And and, and those were the preachers. Those were the, the teachers of the religious law. The priests were coming at him, going to plot to try to kill him. Strong man in operation. Hello. So that's why Jesus reminds us in this world, we have tribulation. Doesn't mean that every day is going to be dark and cloudy and all this stuff like that. 
But you got strong men who's after you. Because you're after them. And the funny thing is, you are after them before you even recognize that you are after them. Because you're bringing God's power, you're bringing God's presence. You became a problem to them before you knew the, before you knew you were a problem to them. Now you know you're a problem to them, and now you know how to be, become an even bigger problem to them. And now you know how to cause damage to them and their camp. Yeah, there's more attention on you. So what? It trips me out, folks who do. Oh, I don't want to talk with demons to think that demons not gonna mess them. Oh no, I'm not gonna talk about them. I don't if I don't if I if I don't talk about them, they're gonna stay away from me. No, they just realize that that person not much of a threat and they don't have to do much. That's all that is. But the fight is we get wearing worn out when we're constituted in our own strength. Yes, we will have moments. The human condition, that flesh, gonna have moments. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there. This is getting me angry. This is getting me upset. Absolutely. Scripture says, uh, anger but sin not. Understandable. But every fight ain't for us to fight. Every fight ain't for us to fight the same way. Some folks take to the stream saying ain't no fighters are to fight and God will fight all our battles. And the strong man is sitting there saying, yeah, keep thinking that, buddy. We got it. We got to stay on our face. We got to chase after God. Don't be fooled by what you see. The strong man ain't got to mess with certain people because they got them where they want them. There's some strong man who be like, look, let's get from the house, the car, marriage, all that stuff. Let it all look good. Let it all be good, be good so they can stay status quo. Strategy. Strong man is focused. So we got to be focused on God. That's why you can't compare yourself to what other people are doing, not doing how their life look, etc. Not to mention you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Lord knows you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So that's a whole other element that you may not be aware of. You, we don't walk by what we see. We got to focus on God. Focus on the cross. Keep moving forward. So what if you fight? You're in a fight. Yeah, we're in a fight. Jesus was in a fight. The apostles were in a fight. Disciples were in a fight. We're in a fight. But it's a fight that we win, we win, and we keep on winning. The enemy wants to make you think that you're losing. So now you're afraid of the fight, intimidated by the fight, worn down from the fight. No, we win. We do it with a smile on our face. You ought to love whipping on the enemy. That ought to bring you some happiness. We got this. We, we, we got this. So again, our first and last line of defense is prayer. Prayer is not just the answer, it is the only answer. And I'm not talking just no cliche prayer. People talk about pray, pray, just pray. No, I'm talking for real. For real. Spending time with God. Whatever that looks like for you. There ain't no right or wrong way to do it. What does that look like for you? Spending time with God. What does that look like for you? For your spirit man, the real you. What does that look like? And apply it. Amen. I'll stop there and we'll, we'll have to pick back up. Uh, with this next week, then get through everything today that I want to cover. But we will get through that next week. Uh, but the first call. If you're not saved, guess what? The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Christ came that you may have life and that you may have life more abundant. That abundant life that Christ wants us to live. And if you're not saved, you can simply repeat that to me. If you're ready to accept the Lord Jesus Christ, because you can't get it right without him. We got to have him to even begin. It, it begins. At, salvation is not the end. It's just the beginning. Amen. So you repeat that to me, Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again from the dead with all power in your hand. 
Father God, please forgive me for my sins, known and unknown. Lord Jesus Christ, come into my heart. I want to live for you. You belong to me and I belong to you. You just said that for the first time. We rejoice. Angels of heaven are rejoicing. Welcome to the family of God. And you can also send us an email to info at the uh, so that uh, you can get any new, uh, some information to help you on your journey. Uh, the second call is that you know this is home. If you know that I'm your pastor, your spiritual covenant, you've been hearing the sound. You've been hearing the sound. It's been bearing witness with, with your spirit. I know some of you have been dragging on for a year, year and a half, two years, because, again, that party was kind of like, oh, this is a new thing. Oh, if I cross over, if I really step on into this, it, it, it's, it's, it, I'm coming out of my comfort zone because I know I can't, I'm not, can't just sit idle. I know I'm going to be pushed. I'm going to be stretched. Well, that's what we're here for to do, bring God's kingdom. But if you know that's you, that this is home, no matter where you are across the globe, you know this is home. You send an email to info at thecoregreen.org, info at thecoregreen.org. Uh, send you and become a member of Upper Room Kingdom. And we welcome you in advance uh, to the room. Amen. And also, maybe you're already part of a church, but you still feel very much connected. And I serve so much more like a mentor to you. Uh, you can also uh, see you want to be a partner. So uh, you have those options there. Uh, so govern yourself accordingly how Holy Spirit is leading you. Amen. And of course, uh, Boots on the Ground, you can register for our Boots on the Ground. Uh, again, we talk about it all the time on uh, uh, Prayer Closet, uh, uh, Boots on the Ground. Uh, that's uh, That link is go dot the letter U, the letter R, kingdom dot org forward slash boots on the ground. So that's go dot U R kingdom forward slash boots on the ground. Amen. And you can govern yourselves accordingly. And uh, so that's that. So I will. Uh, and of course, our church on the go schedule is up posted on the uh, our ministry Facebook page. You can check that as well to know where we're going to be this month for church on the go. Amen. So now we close out in prayer. Father God, we come now. We give you name, glory, honor and praise. We thank you. We thank you. For the word that went forth on this evening. We thank you, God. This word is taking root in our lives for reminding us, oh God, that we are godly strongmen and we can overcome the demonic strongmen. We will overcome the demonic strongmen. We will defeat the demonic strongmen and any demonic strongmen that comes in our path in the future. We know we're here for this because we're here to rule, subdue, and have dominion. I send the heavenly host to do war. Come against the spirit of retaliation that would try to retaliate against these your people, oh God. We cancel the silence and the plans of the enemy. We thank you that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We win, we win, and we keep on winning. Oh God, send your ministry angels to minister unto these people who's grown weary, tired along the way, oh God, who, uh, uh, who's been confused by the enemy. We come against that spirit of confusion. We declare every evil altar that's operating against will be destroyed by fire. I thank you for renewing their strength right now. In the mighty name, just give them a peace, oh God, a peace. That's the past all of us understand. I declare sweet sleep upon them tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. They shall dream dreams and have visions and that the enemy who attempts to come into their dreams to attack, let them be uh, uh, met by a, a, a wall of your fire in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, God. We love you. We praise you. We give your name all glory and praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. And so, uh, of course, you know that... Um, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So make sure, make sure that you go back and watch the Bible study, listen to the Bible study uh, more than once. So it, get, it takes root and the Holy Spirit will give you more revelation. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Uh, so uh, as always, remember that you are the breath of God and God never wastes a breath. This is Apostle Corgreen signing out. God bless you. Amen. Smile upon you. See you soon.
Warriors, thank you for tuning in to the Spiritual Warfare Network podcast and applying today's teaching. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow Apostle Green on social media.